In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 66th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This one we're going to discuss Julio Jones' situation and how to best think of it. You need to think of it as a reverse salary cap casualty. We know when the Falcons... uh, need some salary cap after the season. They do their evaluations, and each year they cut players in what they call salary cap casualties. Well, in Jones's case here, when he's set to hold out for training camp, it's, it's not a deal where they're cutting salary. He actually needs more salary because of the adjustment in the market. Teams have to have plan for this. And they have, but they didn't want to do it this early in the contract. So Jones's argument is, uh, you know, uh, a little flimsy. But, you know, if you look at the numbers, it all makes sense. And the Falcons, uh, you know, kind of are in a tough spot. They really can't do a deal with three years left on the contract. Five years, $71.2 million contract signed in 2015. But, uh, you know... Something's got to give, and if they do this, they don't want to set the precedent. They don't want, you know, a long line of players marching to their office and saying, hey, we need a um, an adjustment, a restructure, uh, just like Julio did. But, you know, they, they could make an exception. Things could change. But right now, they are not prepared to do that. Julio Jones is not prepared to come to camp, and this here holdout – will be likened to the 2015 holdout of Seattle cornerback Cam Chancellor. He came back after two games, got his deal the next year, and then unfortunately last season suffered a neck injury and is uh, no longer um, on the Seattle roster. He's got about two years of his contract in jeopardy, 6.2 or $5.2 million, uh, for his salary that he may not ever see. Or he can, you know, continue to rehab, don't retire, and might be able to get to that money uh, another way. But, yeah, this is a reverse salary cap casualty. You know, nobody's fussing when they cut Levine Toilolo this year. Uh, when they redid Andy Levitre's money and got him down. When they also cut Derek Shelby and then re-signed him later. Uh, so, you know, folks, the team and the fans are up in arms by this, but when you look at it as a, in a business sense, it, it makes some sense here to adjust his contract. Uh, they could have put an escalator in there. They did not. Uh, maybe the promise to take care of it next year will be sufficient to get Julio back in camp. Uh, you know, certainly uh, before the first game on September the 6th in Philadelphia. We've had a lot of feedback about it on Twitter. One of them was from former Falcons kicker Jay, Jay Feely. 
And he said, is it just as selfish when a team cuts you with three years left on your contract? And that's my point exactly. The Falcons, uh, it happens every year around the NFL. You know, guys get cut. Teams don't honor those contracts. But it seems like the fans want the players to honor their part of the deal, whereas the team gets off the hook on that. And uh, that was evident in one of our, our local radio guys on 680, the fan, the great Nick Cellini, out of pride and joy of Benedictine High in Cleveland. Nick had a poll up on his Twitter page. It was only about uh, 400, about 400 uh, uh, respondents. And, you know, I don't know what it has to be to be scientific, but uh, his folks on his Twitter page voted 88 to 12 on whether they were with the Falcons or Julio Jones. 88% of the fans on his poll were with the Falcons. So there's going to be some backlash for Julio over this when he does return. He has been a model citizen for the Falcons and nearly won the Super Bowl for him uh, with that spectacular catch in the game. But uh, we do have a way to think of this for the fans that are level uh, not putting their emotions in in front of uh, the team. Just think of it as the reverse salary cap casualty. Actually, a salary cap sweetener. And, uh, you know, if you can go down the roster, we did it yesterday. Me and Michael Cunningham, uh, who's writing columns for us now, that, um, you know, there's some guys there. You know, they want to come and see them compete. They like them. But, I mean, there's there's some dead money uh, on the roster. There's a, a lot on, on a lot of teams. So there's a way to do it. Uh, the Falcons, uh, you know, they, they've got their conclusion. They looked at it, and they, they're going to stand pat. And we'll see where this goes. Uh, and, you know, hopefully Julio will surface here and start uh, explaining himself for the fans. And uh, uh, we'll get uh, moving on into the season with practice starting on Friday. So that's it. Your reverse salary cap casualty. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to Arthur Blank yesterday uh, very quick. Um, he was in New York on the cell phone and uh, got to him. And he didn't seem too worried about this. He's going to let his football guys handle it. And, you know, for you Falcon fans up in arms, if he's not up in arms, and uh, it's business, you know, it's football business that's got to get done, and he's not even going to get involved at this point, then uh, that tells me a little bit that they're not really, really, uh, you know, concerned about this, you know, that they think, you know, Julio would have had a probably a, uh, you know, kind of ease in the camp schedule anyway, probably going to play one play in the third game. So, you know, not have him here, here in camp is probably not that big of a deal. But I would have liked to have seen them work on their deep passing game over the offseason. But Arthur Blank's not worried. Why should you? Let's move on. Let's get ready for camp here today, too, in the 66th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. You know, we got the – didn't give you the, the roadmap today, but let's I'll do it here halfway in. Reverse salary cap casualty. Uh, Blank's not worried. Five position battles. Uh, going to direct you to the uh, coverage in the, on AJC.com. And then for the folks attending the practices, uh, get a pen and uh, some paper here or pull out your phones. I'm going to give you the phone number uh, so you can call to make sure, you know, practice is on for that day. We've been having a lot of rain and 
and so forth here. So you don't want to make that drive all the way out to Flowery Branch and then find out there's no practice. So I'm going to give you that phone number. Get your get ready to write that down here at the end. Five five position battles. Not a real sexy camp. They got nine starters coming back on both sides of the ball. But, uh, you know, Coach Quinn's not going to go for uh, – uh, you know, uh, the player's not competing, you know, and he's got 90 guys, some long shot guys, and they got to give everybody a shot. And some of these guys are going to play a lot in the preseason. Exhibition season is what my editor makes me call it because it's not real football. It'll be, uh, you know, a lot of guys out there that, you know, are chasing a dream. Some of them get through. And then, you know, heck, they made it to the highest level of ball. But, uh, yeah, some of, so we'll have some guys out there in that regard. Right guard, fullback, weak side linebacker, kickoff punt returner, and I think the third and fourth cornerback spot, the nickelback and the dimeback, are going to be uh, highly competitive this camp. So look for those. I'll be writing about that today. The five position battles. We'll have that story up later on AJC.com. In the uh, paper today and on AJC.com, you know, we weighed in with um, owner Arthur Blank, uh, sports business expert Joel Curry, uh, who gave us the roadmap of this holdout and uh, some analogies to, uh, uh, you know, former players, Jimmy Smith, wide receiver out of Jackson State that played in uh, Jacksonville, had a similar situation with the owner Wayne Weaver down there. Keenan McCardo, but those guys were, they were a little older. They were 33, uh, both, when they had run-ins like this with a couple years left on their contract. And Tampa ended up trading Keenan McCardo to San Diego. He played the 36. He's been out on the coaching circuit doing pretty good. Uh, I think he's with a team now, but that was one of them. And then Mark Bradley weighed in with his column on the situation about, you know, hey, some of these holdouts are going to end, but, you know, what damage is done to the team and Coach uh, Dan Quinn's brotherhood by this business holdout. And I think, you know, we're going to see that they're going to try to separate business and the brotherhood here. And if they can do that, uh, you know, that's kind of the elephant in the room. And we saw Chris Chester talk about that uh, a couple years ago. He's like, yeah, that's kind of the elephant in the room. Is you know we got this brotherhood thing, but you know you don't have a brotherhood contract. Everybody's contract is individual, so Coach Dan's got to put a wall in there to separate the business side of football from the locker room side of football. And we'll see if he can do that. Mike Bradley discusses that in that column, and uh, Cunningham said, "I understand what Julio's asking for, and the Falcons need to make him happy." So. You know, go to AJC.com and enjoy all that in-depth coverage Not some, uh, that's right there for you on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, for the folks going out to camp, practices are going to be starting at 9.20 a.m. Looks like we got four days, then one day off, then four days. Uh, but, you know, go to the calendar there. We'll be starting Friday. Uh, gates open at 8.20 a.m. And, uh, you know, you want to make this call, especially if the weather's bad, uh, out in Hall County, not in the city. We're out in Hall County and the, uh, you know, pretty much near Gainesville, Lowry Branch area. And the team has a hotline number to call just to make sure that practice is still on each day. 
Uh, I know some fans get all the way out there and uh, practices got canceled. And, you know, that's just a bad push for, uh, you know, long push for a lot of fans. Uh, and, and, you know, gas is three almost $3 right now. So the number is 770-965-2752. Again, 770-965-2752. Well, that's going to be it this week for the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. This is the 66th episode. We discuss the reverse salary cap casualty of Julio Jones. Pay him, work it out, figure it out. Uh, Falcons uh, don't seem, they've went through that already and they think they can do it next year. Blank's not worried. Why should you? Our five position battles. The coverage of the Julio Jones holdout on AJC.com and MyAJC.com. And then your number for training camp practices, the open practices. There are only eight, so pick out the ones you're going to get to. I know some people go to all of them and, uh, you know, have the number just in case uh, there's a weather or a change in the schedule, too. You know, they'll get into camp. Guys will get tired and they'll flip from the morning to the afternoon sometimes. So, so be ready for that. Well, football is almost back for real. We got a holdout. We haven't had one in almost 10 years, so we'll be on standby for that. And we got a team that's trying to, you know, claw back to the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl that's going to be hosted here in the city in February of 2019. So take care and have a great week. Hip hop is a product of black people, it's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.